Welcome to Upland Outdoor Adventures, where we talk about the birds, the dogs, the gear, the people, the places, and most importantly, the adventures. I'm your host, Josh, and my co-host is my lovely wife, Leslie. Hi, y'all. Well, this week, it's going to be kind of a... We're going to say what hopefully you want to hear. No interviewing no one this week. It's kind of going to be a free cast, kind of like an open mic night it's between me and her. It's been hard to get people like on the phone and to get things um, kind of planned out and regulated as, as it, you know, typically it's not a problem. But with the holidays and with, you know, I think COVID's ramping up and stuff like that, it's just a little harder to get people... Um, scheduled to talk to us but we have some scheduled yep yep and so we're just gonna do them as they come yep record them and then release them weekly and you know it kind of bums me out to have to do it that way because i always really enjoyed us recording our podcast on sunday night and uh or Saturday. Sometimes we did it on a Saturday. Yeah. But most of the time we did it on Sunday. And then Josh would clean it up and he would get it all ready to go. And then it would... If you hear a dog whimpering in the background, yeah, we have got that's a... Bobo and he is a pain in the butt, but it's too late to turn back now because he's... I've spent too much money on him and he's like eight years old. So <laughs> He's a mini Yorkie that he's in his kennel right now and he's a lap dog we keep here in the house. And You should just let him out. He's, What's the worst he can do? He's way more annoying in that kennel. <laughs> I'll let him out here in a minute. We thought if we put him in the kennel, <clears throat> then he would be quiet. I don't know why we thought that would work. Yeah, no. But anyways, um, before but it, we... Well, bef- I was saying something. Um, So, like, oh, yeah. with the podcasts, like, recording them and then releasing them, it just was kind of um, natural, the flow of things. And it was exciting for me. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a big dork, but it was exciting for me to wake up on uh, Monday morning and get ready to get the day going. And the first thing look at I could do is look at Simplecast and see Our how analytics. many people had, uh, yeah, downloaded stuff. And it just was a nice, um, a nice thing to do. And and so I'm a little bummed that you know the holidays being upon us and. Uh, you know the the infamous waterline breakage and and all that stuff is just kind of messed up our schedule. But we're gonna get back to it. We will get back to normal. In and to our um, regular schedule, our regular enthusiastic like recording time, and let's just all make it through December. Like Merle Haggard it says, make it through December. <laughs> Every year, everything's gonna be all right. I know that song. I'm telling you, Merle's a good one. I had a Merle song in my head if earlier, so that's the other December. thing. Uh, he's never gonna stop now. We're no, gonna won't. no, he won't. I mean, it's either a a jingle off the radio. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it could really be anything from him. You just never really know, but. Um, no, I had a I had a Merle song stuck in my head earlier today, um, Silver Wings, which is one of my favorite Merle Haggard songs, because another reason why our schedule's all wonky is because my awesome son came in from Oregon and got to visit with us for a few days, and uh, um, he's a... Th- that's wobbling. the biggest reason our schedule... It is. It kind of threw us off for a loop. I mean, like, he... 
he came in. He's a wildland firefighter for the Forest Service out in, in uh, California, um, but it's just south of the border of Oregon. So he actually lives in Oregon. And him and his girlfriend came out and stayed with us. Um, they flew in last Wednesday. Wednesday, and then they left today, yep. and it was super sad for me. So I had silver wings stuck in my head because my son flew away on an airplane. And I'm mad about it, but she anyway, might have shed a tear. I might have a few. Guess who this week's podcast is brought to us by? Dakota two eighty three kennels. <laughs> Dakota two eighty three kennels. You think There's they a... might want me to like sing them a jingle? Um, maybe. I'll, we'll get back on the phone with Greg. What's good for you is good for me. That's why I buy Dakota two eighty three. She just made that up on the fly. She is that good. <laughs> Dakota two eighty three kennels. Uh, we had Greg Cronkite on on her last week, and super great guy. Um, and we want to thank Dakota two eighty three kennels for being our main sponsor here on the podcast. If you're looking for a kennel, nothing, uh, nothing better, uh, the best value on the market. Um, good looking kennels. I mean, it's just, it's go get a medium. If you got a bird dog, go get a medium. Unless you've got an eighty pound Gordon or something, you might want to go on up to a large. But go get a medium. Um, we'll, we'll just message us. We'll send well, you a code. I'll say Become this: become a patron, you'll get a killer code. We'll just lay out the quick and dirty for them, right? Okay. If you haven't listened to our podcast. Um, since Dakota 283 has become a sponsor, then the, here's a quick recap on the reasons why you need a Dakota, Dakota 283. We chose it before they were ever even a sponsor of ours, and we chose it because of the practicality and the value and the durability and the looks and everything all about it, the latch system, everything. And um, so if you're looking for bang for your buck this is your product if you're looking for um a great um in interior dimension that will give you more overhead space so that you can do a decking system and have a leer top on your um truck this is your kennel if you don't like wearing out your shoulders and busting your back this is your kennel yep. and um and i'm just telling you they that listen to last week's podcast and you'll know why this is your kennel. Yep, yep, that's the best. That's the best way. Just go listen to last week's podcast and you'll know why you needed Dakota 283. They've got the Dine and Dash, which is uh, um, the the mobile water carrier. Um, it, it's a it's it's a killer deal. He uh, we've got the new um, divider that goes in. Um, for the puppies, I forget what the name of the divider is right offhand. Uh, yeah, I can't either. Yeah, pick. but it's you can take your uh, uh, the dog can basically grow with a kennel, or the kennel can grow with a dog. You can take a medium, put the divider in, and uh, put the puppy, you know, the puppy in there, and he'll only have like half of the space to um, to roam around. And you don't want a, a puppy, especially in cargo, in a huge box. So you'll take him, you'll put the puppy divider in, and as the puppy grows, you know, you move the divider back until finally he's got the you know the whole kennel to uh for shipping or um a travel to your hunting spot wherever but uh dakota283.com excuse me dakota283kennels.com go check them out uh great sponsor greg will talk to you personally if greg you, if you to want you to he yep. gave out his contact information on our last podcast so download that podcast if you want that information yep and like i said um 
if you're looking to buy Dakota 283, use our discount code UOA10 for 10% off that. I've never given it out over the air, but I'm going to go ahead and start giving it out. Save U- that money. Yes, UOA10 for 10% off. And patrons, hit me up. I've got a little special code for you guys. What? what? That, it's huge. Patrons get a huge, a huge uh, a break so you gotta hit us up yes and our patrons list is growing and we want to thank them also um cable gangs cable gangs with a g a n g z <laughs> with a z not a s cable gangs um the best tie out system i've ever used it's quality craftsmanship all american made right here in well actually in louisiana he brandon landry uh brennan landry makes it in uh, in louisiana all brass quality stuff um just the the best tie out system use it at home use it on the road use Mm -hmm. it on hunting trips use it in training use it i mean you're going to use this thing anytime it don't matter what kind of dogs you have either i mean if you actually have some friends that have beagles uh, i've got a buddy of mine that bought one from brendan that's got beagles you know and he said does he make them you know for beagles also maybe a shorter cup i said yeah he can do whatever you need to but go to Cable Gangs on Facebook, C-A-B-L-E-G-A-N-G-Z, or look them up on Instagram, Cable, I think it's underscore gangs. Cable yeah, underscore gangs so. is he's on he's on Instagram. Shoot him a message, and I tell you what, as a listener, um, Brennan will, if you order a three-dog system, he's going to send four drops with it. You can use that extra drop. We kind of had a little... I gave you some misinformation last week. I said if you order a three-dog system, he's going to upsize it to a four-dog system. He called. He said, dude, you're going to break me. So here's, <laughs> here, here's what we're going to do. Here's the deal we're doing. Instead of him up, you know, giving you an extra dog for, you know, a four for the price of a three, what he's going to do is if you order a four-dog system, he's going to send five drops with it. That way you've got an extra drop that you can actually attach to the end if you wanted to. Or you could use the extra drop if you lose, you know, lose one of the drops. Or yeah. you can use it as a lead, and that's what we do. We keep all of our drops in the top of our dog trailer, and we just take the drops out one at a time. Get the dog, use the drop as a lead, walk it over and snap it to the to the main line. Then walk over and get another drop out of the trailer, snap it to another dog, and that way, all you got to do basically when you get over there, you just got to make one connection to the main line, and and the dogs fast it up. But Cable Gangs with a Z, check them out. Awesome sponsor. Um, woodcock hunting. We've got Doug with the American Woodcock Society. That's um, he's actually with the North Dakota, North North Carolina. <laughs> Is that kind of like North, North Dakota? Dakota and, yeah, North Dakota and Carolina had a that's baby. It's like fifty eleven hundred. Yeah, but anyway, he's <laughs> with the North Carolina Game and Fish. He's going to be on uh, f- next week. Uh, we're interviewing him this week. We've done got that set up so. That's who our interview will be with next week. Was I, I told you last week we're going to have uh, someone with the American Woodcock Society on in the next next couple episodes, and he will be next week episode. Um, so if you got any migration questions, once again, um, send them to us, and we've been getting a, a few coming in. But any questions for Doug with American Woodcock Society and North Carolina Game and Fish Department, let us know. Um, that's kind of what we're going to be talking about this week, man. It's Everybody knows we live in Tennessee, and we're not blessed with a lot of quail in East Tennessee, especially middle. We've got a few, you know, you'll find maybe a covey a day. Now, you go to West Tennessee, you'll find, you know, a good day, three or four coveys, but, um, and that's on good land. But um, what we do and what I've been doing lately is 
to keep those dogs in, in shape and, and keep them, you know, tuned up like they need to be tuned up, keep that, you know, keep them steady. We've been running Woodcock, and, man, they're here. Good grief. We went, uh, me and Brian went yesterday morning, Sunday morning, and uh, season's closed here. Don't freak out when you say you're Woodcock hunting in Tennessee. <laughs> season's closed Easy here. Turbo. And we carry a gun with us when we go, but what we do is if we get into a covey of quail or if we flush a grouse, because where we hunt is kind of in the mountains, um, where we hunted yesterday and that way you know if you get a, a covey of quail up you can shoot or you know if you flush a grouse you can shoot but um we had six six uh, flushes yesterday morning and we only hunted probably two two and a half hours and we found six birds and we hunted one spot with no luck we moved down probably a mile and turned out on another spot and we was just bam 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 and the dog, you know, the dog's done great. That is a great way to keep dogs in shape because, you know, to a dog, they don't, you know, they don't care, you know, they want you to shoot the bird, but, you know, it's 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 basically a training. Um, woodcock is not my favorite to eat. Um, red meat. It's yeah, it's real dark red meat. So you know, I'm not really crazy about shooting them anyways, but it's a great way to uh to to work the dogs keep the dogs in shape and we love doing it so um if you if you live in you know on the east east coast you know all the way over to the i would say the mississippi river um hit those bottom a lot of people says where do you find you know woodcock yet i tell you are you a good way to kill woodcock in this area is find lakes or rivers any any kind of wetland or any kind of marshy area with you know pretty good stem density will have woodcock in it. If it if it don't have it right now, um, just wait a couple of weeks. I was looking at the woodcock migration map before I started the podcast, and gee whiz, I mean the woodcock the migration is here. I mean we are in the heart. All the woodcock is left up north. Um, I think there might have been one or two birds still up north. And when I say up north, I'm talking about north, you know, New York, Pennsylvania, that area. Um, they, they've all left. They're, they're headed down through here. North Carolina, around Charlotte, um, that area. South Carolina, around Columbia, South Carolina. We're in East Tennessee, of course. That, that um, I'm going to say the latitude or that latitude area is uh is about where the 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 thick of the migration is right now i'm sure there's a lot above it and below it but if you're you know where we are get out and chase some woodcock man they're a lot of fun and it 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 will remind you if you've never woodcock hunted leslie will tell you it's a lot like grouse hunting i like the woodcock i think that I, I don't know if I would call it a lot like grouse hunting. I mean, maybe the finding the cover the, that they're in. Yes, yes, but like to me, density. the the thing I liked about the woodcock was that the birds hold, and so like if you if you're just now tuning in and you didn't listen to those early podcasts that we did when we were in Michigan mm-hmm. and I killed my first woodcock, we had that crazy woodcock situation where we had octa pointed. At Woodcock, uh, who shot the first one? The Me? Wood, woodcock? Uh, or you? 
I don't remember. I'm but... going to have to listen to that podcast yeah, now just to remember that story. <laughs> so, like, uh, I don't remember who shot the first one. Octa pointed the woodcock. Uh, no, I shot the first one because, no. One no, of he, us shot the woodcock. Yeah, you sh- I she shot went the first one. And she got went, it. Yes, and yes. she had it in her mouth. And while she had it in her mouth, she pointed the second one. And it's funny because I was standing there because I, I really hadn't seen woodcock before. And so, I mean, I knew what they looked like. But you you know it's different actually seeing something out in its habitat. And, you know, once you see that bird in its habitat, you can start picking them out easier. I used to be a weed specialist, and I, I would map weeds. And one of the things that I used to say is, like, you may not see it until you see it for the first time. Yeah. And then when you see it the first time, like, where it grows and what it looks like, you're yeah. going to see it all the time, whether you want to or not. And it's kind of like that with birds. And so, uh, for me... Uh, being a new hunter, a new, I mean, not a new hunter by any means, but a new bird upland, hunter, yeah, yeah. upland hunter, um, I really enjoyed woodcock hunting because I felt like I had a better chance. The well, grouse it's... were like, <laughs> grouse was like, I don't know. It was like uh, crazy trying to shoot rockets flying off that you had no idea. It's like shooting bottle rockets coming out. Uh, out of the yeah, trees. it was just nuts, and I love it, but it was tough and it was really crazy. You and were going to go crazy when you kill your first grouse. Well, you know, I had that gun situation, and I do feel like next time I get to grouse hunt, I'm going to slay some grouse. But um, I've had an an unfortunate. Um, series of events that yes. have like held me back from killing grouse. But anyway, I digress. The woodcock hunting is fun for me because they're neat looking birds. Mm-hmm. They do hold. Um, so the dogs get a good point on mm-hmm. them. Um, so to me, um, the dogs probably like it too yeah. because um, you know, that dog's going to be happier if, if, they you- can, if that bird is going to sit there while they point it. There's a lot of people that's never woodcock hunting because they're either, you know, quail hunters or grouse hunters around here, you know. But if you're wondering, you know, where do I get into woodcock, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to tell you like this. <clears throat> if you've ever grouse hunted up north and you know what the stem density looks like where the grouse hold up north, um, look for heavy stem densities near wet areas. If you can find what I can, we've got a place, me and Brian, uh, we call little grouse hole. I mean, it, it's but it's what it looks like. It looks like a little grouse hole. And it's right along the lake. And the stem density is super duper thick. And, I mean, grouse, uh, woodcock just, I mean, it's not like hunting grouse either where you're going to go, you know, a lot of times if the, if the woodcock are here, we jumped probably, th- or not jumped, but flushed three birds yesterday in probably 50 yards. It was boom, woodcock, dogs move 30, 40 yards, boom, woodcock, move 30, 40 more yards, boom, woodcock. And now these, you're, a lot of people's probably saying that's probably the same woodcock. No, it's not the same woodcock because all these woodcock were flying in different directions. And um, it's... When you get into a push of woodcock, it is super fun. I know a lot, of, and I'm always wanting to go down to Louisiana, and I'm going to someday. Probably not this year. Well, I don't want this year, but 
I'm going to go to Louisiana and just get into the woodcock because, I mean, literally you can point 150, 100 to 150 woodcock in a day down there. Well, remember when we were chasing those woodcock around the campground out oh, there yes. in Michigan? Yes, that, that was, was funny. funny because, you know, October Point, we couldn't really see the bird. And then I don't think, did we kill any when we were chasing those around the campground? No. Nah, did I shoot that one down the water or did I? I don't know. I, no, I don't I think so. I can't remember. But anyway... Um, it was just fun because she was pointing them and then she would go find them and point them again. And, and there were quite a few of them around, like Josh said, you know. And that's um, another thing about woodcock is they don't fly far when, when they flush. Yeah. I mean, most times they don't fly 30, 40 yards. You right. know, sometimes they'll fly, you know, 70 or 80 yards. But, uh, and you can just keep working these birds. It's great puppies. I mean, if you've got puppies, oh my God, there's nothing better than working on wild woodcock. It's a lot better than ra- working on a pen raised quail or a pen raised chucker, I'll tell you that, mm-hmm. 10 to 1. Because, you know, they're, they're going to hold long enough for your pup to point them. But at the same time, they can work these birds, you know, unlike a planted bird. You know, they're not going to trail a planted bird up and work it. Or, you know, a planted bird don't get out and feed most of the time. I mean, there is some people that, you know, plants their birds and lets gives the bird time, you know, to walk around and everything. But, uh woodcock is a great way to start dogs and like i said it's a great void like i said right now we didn't have time to go to the big mountains grouse hunting so we just took off woodcock hunting um and also something yesterday leslie didn't get to go with us yesterday morning because her son was in but it was fun pointing those woodcock and not shooting them because everybody knows that you know a, a, a male woodcock flies on on you know most of the time when they come up they come up different than a hen does you know one will shoot basically straight up and the other one will come out and you could sit there and and watch these you know walk in and flush these birds and watch them you know yep that's a don't hen. they do that like helicopter thing not when you flush them no that but that's their like mating that's yeah, when situation they do their, yeah, like when they yeah. do that heli- i yeah. would love to see that so that we watched a youtube video video on that months ago and it was really neat, and I don't remember what it was, but I'll, I'm sure if you Google it, you'll find it. They don't and do the helicopter thing. They just flap their wings real quick and make that whistling noise. I'm telling you. There no, was, they, don't do a, they don't go in circles. It wasn't going in circles. It was like, I don't know how to explain it. Whatever. They lift, they lift up, and they do their little thing, and then they sit back down. Yes. Yes. Yes, it's kind of like if you want to say that's a helicopter. Yeah, they they'll yes, lift straight that's up. That's what a helicopter straight. does. Yes, it lifts straight up, straight back down. But when we were flushing those birds yesterday, you you know you could flush them up and you hey there's a hen and a lot, you know hens are a lot bigger and that's one of the only birds that actually the hen's bigger than the cock bird or the male bird. Um, you could watch them, you know how they took off. You know you'd see one shoot straight up or you know you'd see them fly out from under. You can go away from them and you could look and say you know there, hey there goes a cock bird and hey there's a hen bird. They are really, really fascinating birds. I really wish they taste like quail. If they taste like <laughs> quail, there wouldn't be a woodcock safe around here. I'm telling you, I want to find, um, I feel challenged to cook a good, decent woodcock. So A lot of people feel challenged to do that. Well, I feel And like- I know we're going to have listeners give us feedback. Oh, we love woodcock. Dude, if you put a, enough black pepper and seasoning and... And wrap them in ten strands of bacon and four Listen jalapenos on them. Make anything taste good. Well, by God, if I'm killing it, I'm eating it. So it better taste like something. I don't That's... care if I got to smear it in mayonnaise and throw it in the deep fryer. <laughs> 
You you might have. It come out looking like a chicken tender. You have, and I'll be okay with it. It'd be like a state fair delicacy. Yeah, I I mean, I'll just like I don't know, roll Roll it it, Oreos, roll it Oreos. That's exactly (laughs) what I was gonna say. Roll it Oreos, crushed Oreos. Yeah, throw a scoop of ice cream on it. I don't know, whatever (laughs) I got to do. Pour some gravy on it. But yeah, that's 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 a great thing to do. Like I said, just to, to fill in the void right now. And so that's what we've been doing is woodcock hunting. Um, supposed to be going duck hunting in the morning. I don't know if not even talked to my connection on that. Uh, or not my connection, but my buddy. I don't know if I'll actually be going <laughs> duck hunting or not. But it's it's slow duck season. It's not got cold. And there's not a lot of ducks here and at all. There was, you know, the opening weekend push that comes down two or three weeks early and stays until they get shot at the first time. And then they gone. But... Uh, so I can't go tomorrow, but I just want him to go so bad. And I hope that I have some women listeners still haven't heard from any. So I don't know if any, any of them, if they exist even, cause nobody's really telling me other than like maybe my family and friends that happen to be female. But, um, Josh is Molly grubby and he needs to get out and he needs to hunt. I'm Molly grubby too, but that's okay. I, I think that. I'll, I, I can survive, but I'm like, this man needs to go hunting, get him out of my hair, give him a gun, send him out there and kill some birds and then come back a new man. Yeah, I do need to go hunting. He does need to. I've talked to Mike Nadusky, I don't know, it's been three or four weeks, two or three weeks ago. He's a rough grouse society, lives in North Carolina and talked to him about going over there woodcock hunting. They got a lot of woodcock. Of course, we got a lot of woodcock here, mm-hmm. but, um, gonna go to the indian indian creek uh focal area and go over there and hunt where we went and scouted earlier this summer we've not ever been over there we need to make a trip over there i would love to go I mean, back it's four, there. four hours over there i mean yeah, it's a we need to quick go. trip we need to go so we get us get our camper purchased and we'll yeah we're in the market for a camper right now over there we're in the market for a camper we've been to camping world this past weekend and looked and i think we're going to go Maybe to another camping world and a, what was the name of that other place? Oh, it was out in Nashville. Cedar. Yeah, Cedar City RV or something. Yeah. But we got some more campers to go look at and camp trailers, as a lot of people call them, or pull behind campers, whatever. Um, we got to have we got to have a camper for, I don't know, we might take off and take the dogs and go to South Carolina or, and bird hunt and pick up an RV and come back with it. Who knows? Who knows? But that's uh, life has been wide open around here past couple weeks. So crazy! It's not wide got to open. hunt much. Not enough hunting at all. Like, oh, just I, I feel like we've. I mean, we've got the, we've got the uh, bird hunting blues. And I think that's because we had two really great uh, trips that were a week or more long, and they weren't very far from each other. There wasn't a lot of time in between them. That's that's Bobo, if you can hear him. That's the Yorkie, and he's a dick, just so you know. Um, And Josh is having to get up and let him in. Um, Just since we've sat down, we have given him treats... Let him in, let him out, 
I mean, this dog knows that he's so smart. He knows we're in the middle of something and it's driving him crazy. Oh, I know, anyway. something, I know something I need to, I need to ask the listeners. I'm fixing to, uh, Leslie laughs at me. She don't really laugh at me because she knows when I do something, I like to do something. I'm fixing to start making some bacon. <laughs> if he you, is. This is like, seriously, on a side note, if you have got some killer bacon recipes or some flavors that of bacon you want me to try i'll send you some i'm i'm looking for some some bait that's just i don't know where that came from but so i went to go turn on music on youtube uh last night and it took me so long to do it usually i can just turn it on and it's like oh that's what i was listening to last time and play it not this time because youtube was nothing but bacon because josh has like watched i don't know Fifty eleven hundred. That's my word for today. Fifty eleven hundred shows on making bacon, and so uh, that's that's a new endeavor for him. Is as he's going to start uh, trying out making some of his own bacon. So yeah, if you have some bacon recipe suggestions, hook Josh up. Or if, if you, you got have, you want me to try. Yeah, or if you do that too, like let him know because yeah. he'll talk your ear off. You I'm guys will just be hunting. talking bird hunting and bacon. I mean, what's better? I mean, why did we should have just had a podcast and named it Bird, bird Hunting and bacon. bacon? I mean, and Bacon and Birds. Bacon and Birds. Yep. I mean, Tyler has birds, booze, and buds. What do we have to do to change the like, name of this why podcast? Why didn't he just name it like, why didn't he throw bacon in there? Tyler, because he knew that's it was shameful. the good Lord, it was meant for me to do the bacon and birds. Yeah, okay, so what do we have to do to change the name of the podcast? It's to bacon not and hard birds? to do. Tyler changed the name of his podcast right after he started it. Tyler, call me. <laughs> <laughs> we need to insert bacon in our lives <laughs> much more than it already is. See, if we, There's if, already a box. If we of bacon name it Bacon and Birds, we can have like some killer cooking episodes. Birds. Bacon. And buds. No. <laughs> Birds, bacon, I don't know. We'll see. There's. This is how we do. I, I mean, I, like, I love to cook, so that would be awesome. to. Be oh, we've to... done a lot of cooking around here. Oh, my gosh. A new tradition we have got here with her mom's side of the family. We went to her mom's and had Christmas this weekend because uh, Tucker had flew in from Ohio, or Ohio listen to me, Oregon, and, or California, and... Um, <clears throat> She made a prime rib roast, or excuse me, not a prime rib roast, but a prime uh, ribeye rib roast. roast instead of turkey or a ham. And oh my gosh, a ribeye roast. And she slow cooked that thing for about four or five hours. And woo, I know. New like, tradition. Everybody, normally, you know, people's like turns their nose up at turkey. And well, let me tell everybody's you, everybody's just tired of ham. You cook a ham or a turkey, you're going to have leftovers. And some people like that because they'll make a soup or whatever out of it. But we'd already been through Thanksgiving and we'd already been through turkey and ham and we'd already had leftovers. And all of us were sick of turkey and ham. And then mom did that ribeye roast oh and gosh. there was none left. Like no, it got yeah, no. eaten. That, that was, if you want to cook a meat. For your uh, family get-together, if hopefully you're all well and able to find a way to do it. I won't get into how we made it happen for us, but um, the ribeye roast, man, oh, man. 
You won't you have leftovers it, and it will melt in your mouth. Oh. And I promise you, if you need a recipe, let message me and I'll let you know. Yeah, he'll tell you what him and mom did oh, uh, my gosh. with ours. It turned but, out amazing. But I love to cook, so that would be awesome. I'm seriously considering bacon and birds. Bacon and birds. Bacon and birds. Maybe we can bring a sponsor on that'll give me like free bacon. <laughs> <laughs> Pork bellies. Yes, I want pork bellies. All I want for Christmas is pork bellies. <laughs> oh, this podcast, I'm sorry. It is like, it's all over the place. Our ratings are going to go tired. down the drain. We both have been injured in one way or another in the last week How or two. How have I been injured? Oh, yeah, oh, my shin. From your, well, your shin. Oh. You'll tell the shin story in a second. Plus, your dad's waterline situation. Oh your shoulders were like shot. Um, I... Like, I don't know how, I guess I'm just old. I slipped in the mud in the yard and fell and caught myself and actually just thought I looked stupid and everything was fine until I walked in the house and I've had issues with my shoulder and my back and my arm and, and we're just like, we was in Walmart night before last and I, I looked at Liz and I said, she was in front of me pushing the card or I was pushing the card. I don't know, but she was in front of me. And I said, man, it sucks getting old. And this random lady from heard me say it and she was like, Tell me about it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all can agree on that one. So, yeah, between injuries and and life mishaps and visitors and holidays and work and, I mean, good grief, it's been nuts around here. We and, but we get... have cooked like a mug. I mean, we have cooked so much food. We have cooked a ton of food. I mean... Dude, we're going to have to just start running up and down the stairs like 20 times a day. Or We got stairs in the house. We could do that, literally. Or we're going to end up having to call it birds, bacon, and bellies. <laughs> we're and butts. butts. <laughs> Triple, or we're like the 4B podcast, birds, yes. bacon, butts, and bellies. Yes. There we there go. go. There we go. <laughs> I'm going to start looking like a pork belly. <laughs> Jeez, we have eight. I mean, it's the holidays. Do eat. Don't. I. We've been trying to diet for the past four or five months. No carbs, and and we have just blew it up. We went to a buffet this morning to take our son to eat before we went to the airport to take him, and we had chocolate gravy and pancakes. And people's probably there's a lot of people probably thinking chocolate gravy, but do not knock it until you try it. Best thing on the history in history. It don't taste like gravy. It don't have any kind of grease in it. It's, uh, it's like basically flour sugar. Yeah, it's warm like warm pudding on a pancake. Yes, it's so mm. good. It's it's flour, uh, chocolate and sugar and milk and butter. It's like hundred percent keto, low carb. She just like protein packed. <clears throat> she just told a big one right there. <laughs> it is loaded with everything, but um, all organic. Yeah, I'm, this is really going to be, you know, this is basically the podcast this week. We we kind of, I feel like I, I don't want to feel like I've let everybody down, which, I mean, I like to interview people and I like to, you know, either recap hunts or, uh, you know, give some kind of forecast or, you know, projection on the hunt we're fixing to go, something like that. But this week's one of those episodes that it's just freewheeling you know we just hey we just pushed the clutch in took it out of gear and we're going down the hill 100 miles an hour i tell you what if you guys will send us in an email or a message a private message on either instagram or facebook um when we'll go ahead and get that out of the way here we're on facebook upland outdoor adventures 
We um, are on Instagram, Upland underscore OA. Um, is that right? Yep. Yeah. And then our email is UplandOA at gmail.com. That's the first um, time you've ever told said that. I know. I our link tree link is on our Facebook page and our Instagram. And if you go on link tree, it'll automatically take you to every site we have. Yep. Plus, it will also connect you with Patreon. Mm-hmm. And our patron numbers are growing. And those people are awesome. I can't wait to I like, want to say their... I'm sorry. He's not a patron, um, but we've got a, a listener, Wing Shot and Fall. I believe he's, he's awesome. our number one fan. He's awesome. He texted us last week and or messaged us last week. He said, "Hey, where's y'all? This is like Monday morning at nine o'clock. Hey, where's y'all's podcast at? I can't find it. Y'all not got one out this week." And I was like, "Yeah, we're gonna get one out. So it's Tuesday before we got it out." And I'll be darned this morning at nine thirty, ten o'clock. He's like, y'all are ruining my day again. He said, I didn't find your podcast on the way to work. So He's awesome. wing shot and fall. We really appreciate it. And uh, sorry. I mean, we are, these holidays are over. We're going to be back to normal and you're going to be, and, may, and next week, hopefully next week, you should be able to get up Monday morning and go to work and listen to us on the way to work. Well, I tell you what, if you guys will um, email us or private message us your mailing address, I will send you a card from us. Aw. And I know you want one really bad. Happy so. birthday. No, wait, not happy birthday. <laughs> no, happy birthday, baby Jesus. Merry, Merry Christmas. <laughs> we will send you a Christmas card from us to you. Aw. Yes, just to show our appreciation. I if hope you want to talk to us personally in a group setting where we can act just completely crazy and just talk about all the stuff you want to talk about whether it is birds or bacon or whatever um we're working on how to get this uh live group chat going and you become a a patron and we're gonna hook you up with our private chat room where we can all see each other's faces you can make fun of josh and how funny looking he is and y'all can uh, tell me how beautiful I am, and then <laughs> we can all. Yes, I have. I have trouble squeezing her head through a lot of doors. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. Well, you guys know better if you've paid any attention to our social media. But anyway, <laughs> um, but no, do that. I mean, I hope Wingshot and Fall is not a patron because. If he is, I'm sorry, but I just looked through my patron list. And patrons, it's got the real names. So Wingshot and Fall Fall might be a patron. If you are Wingshot and Fall, sorry. If not, become one. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) But all the patrons, they don't have their nicknames or their screen names. It's all all real real names. So I know all my patrons' real names, but Wingshot and Fall, if you are a patron, sorry. And if not, become a patron. (laughs) I'm crying for help. Awkward. He's our number one fan. He should be a patron. <laughs> he Jeez, is. He's our number one fan. I have a feeling he is one. He might be. But I don't know. He might be. Maybe he just wants to be incognito. Maybe he does, yeah. Yeah. Silent. Um, what's it called when you're... Maybe he lives in rainforest on Amazon What's it called when... What do you call yourself when you're a person that gives money to, like, charities, all the charities? What does that call you? Um, I was trying to think of that word the other day. <sighs> A giver? Uh, no, the fancy word for it. Come on. If it's like you're claiming it's your profession to give to people. 
it'd be like HGTV, like our home, you know, we're in our budgets, you know, 1.4 million. And, you know, they serve the homeless as their jobs and, you know, volunteer down at the pantry once a week. I'm like, how in the world is your budget 1.4 million? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what the name, I've never heard them. Professional giver. I don't know what you're. A philanthropist. A philanthrop- yeah, a philanthropist. Yeah. Yes. So wing shot and fall is just a silent ph- philanthropist. 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 No way. You gotta say Phil. Phil. Philanthropist. Philanthropist. There you go. That's today's one of them. Today. One of them. Philanthropist. I like to be a philanthropist. I'd like to be able to afford to be a philanthropist. Philanthropist. It just doesn't sound right it when you say it. Over I and feel over. Like yeah. You don't we just to... ruined that word. Ruined. How you spell ruined? Ruined. We ruined that word. R u r n t. Ruined. And and you you're not going to know what ruined is unless you're from down here. That would be ruined. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not. That's but if syllables. you come down south, you're going to hear somebody say. That's rent. Right. And that's ruined. Or it's kyarn. It ain't worth kyarn. Rent. K Y A R N. Kyarn. Kyarn. That's nastiest kyarn. That's a word. I seen that on a post on somebody's Facebook. Ugh. I think we down south we're just so lazy when it comes to talking. We try to turn three syllable words into one syllable. It's ruined. No, we don't. Ruined. We, we do say the rent. same thing in the other respect. Just like you, we're sitting at my mom's house and she has these two little uh, miniature pinchers, and Josh is talking to the one and he's telling it to sit. And then mom says, "He's so country that dog didn't know what he was saying because Josh was saying, see it, <laughs> see, see it.'" it. <laughs> So, so we add syllables. We take syllables away. We kind of just say whatever we want to say, and I don't know why. And there's some words we say that I don't really think they're words anyway. I, I don't know. But rent. That's a word. I mean, I guess <laughs> it, it's ruined. <laughs> pronounced rent. I, I, we've had a good time bringing this week's episode, and like I said. It's 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 really off par to what we're not up to par this week. I'll go ahead and say that. No. But I have people message us in and say, y'all are so funny. I don't care what you talk about. You're just funny. And that's kind of, I guess, I don't they know. They don't even know the half of it. We were looking at campers this week, okay? This is funny. And this guy's super serious, and he's very excited because he's like, they're, he's a salesman. He's like, oh. They, they're going to buy a camper. Because I told him straight up, I said, look, I said, we're buying a camper. We're not buying one today, but I promise you we're buying a camper. So, you know, he's just he's salivating and he's ready to go and he's all <laughs> I don't pumped. Think he's salivating and we're idea. like in, we're inside one of them looking at it. And he, uh, he tells Josh, he, Josh asked about the, um, was it with the stabilizers? Yes. And he said, it's electric. And we both looked at each other. Leslie and said, I looked at Josh. Yeah. Leslie said, it's electric. And since she said that, I said, boogie, woogie, woogie. <laughs> <laughs> the salesman kind of sat there for like, a second. Yeah. And then he laughed a little. I still don't know if he even knew what we were doing. And I was just like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> People just don't know the half. They don't know. They have no clue. But anyways, um, send us some email on some suggestions of who you want to have on the podcast. Who you want to hear? What do you want to hear about? Do you want to be on our podcast? We'll talk to you. 
I mean, seriously, I'm not even kidding. Like, like you can give us a call. We'll talk about what you want to talk about. And then we can set it up and maybe you'll be a guest. There Who you knows? Go. There you go. I mean, just talk if to If you've us, got people. a dog trainer you want to hear from, uh, a dog breeder of any breed or any breed specific that you want me to find a breeder to talk to, I'll do my work. Yeah, I'm not a bit afraid to, to get on the horn and, and make some calls and, and do some stuff. If you've got some kind of conservation officer you want us to talk to, um, somebody with Rough Grouse Society, um, Quail Forever, Pheasants Forever, I'm going to contact Travis Frank with uh, Quail Forever here in a, uh, or the Flush podcast. I'm going to contact him this week and try to get him on. Pretty soon we've been talking, and he's agreed, but I haven't, like I said, I haven't made no plans with him yet. But uh, I know he's got a busy schedule trying to film and, and, and do everything for the shows right now. But... Any suggestions on people you want to hear? Um, uh, any dog trainers you want to hear from? Anybody, let us know. We can't put out this podcast content unless you give us what you want to hear. I mean, unless you, you know, tell us what you want to hear. I can just, you know, keep putting on people that I like to talk to and want to hear from. But I want, I want to hear your suggestions and your feedback on who you want to hear and, and on what topics. So uh, shoot us an email. Shoot us a uh, message on Instagram or Facebook and and we'll be glad to do that. Like I said, once again, check us out on Facebook.com forward slash Upland Outdoor Adventures. And uh, go on Instagram. Upland underscore OA is our handle on Instagram. And our email address is UplandOA at gmail.com. Get in touch with us. Um, if you'd like to become a patron, if you feel sorry for us, want to give us $5, $10, $20 a month, whatever you want Help to give. Help me, I'm poor. <laughs> if you want to keep this stuff, I mean, our patrons are what keeps this stuff on air. I mean, that's how we, you know, pay our subscriptions is what we get through the patrons. We don't make a dime off that. So, uh-uh. um, and we, we've got a lot of, we're way behind on that. Yeah. Or not behind, but I mean, we keep the bills paid, but you know, we've, we're paying a lot out of pocket. So become a patron. And we want to hear from you. And like I said, the patron only hunt. We're going to, after the first of the year, we're going to announce the details on the patron hunt. Um, we've been getting a lot of feedback on that of people saying, hey, let's go to Kansas. I want to go to Kansas. Put me in. You know, I'm, you know, our patrons really give us a lot of good feedback. And a lot of people says, you know, I'm joining just to become a patron just so I can, you know, get in on the patron only hunt drawing, um, and we, which is a, a great idea. Uh, $5 a month gets you, in the, gets you in a drawing for that patron hunt. And we're going to go to Kansas next year, but the details has not been ironed out yet. But after the first of the year, we are going to have a big patron member push for uh, for the for the hunt next year. So um, we will um, we'll have a great time. Everybody have a great time. Depends on how everything goes. We'll probably end up paying your room and board, so you can just come out and bring your gun and your dog. If you got a dog, if you don't, we've got dogs. Just come out and have a dang good time and we'll eat a ton and and shoot a bunch of stuff and and ha- just good camaraderie um it's it's a great place and i'd like to experience it with some of our listeners so become a patron go to www.patreon.com that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com uh search up on outdoor adventures and 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 become a patron we really appreciate that but from our short little 50 or 55 minute podcast this week actually it's about 49 48 minutes right now um it's short and sweet get those dogs out like i said yep. if, you, if you don't have no quail no grouse around 
chase those woodcock those things are a blast to chase um don't let your dog set up it's i'm guilty of that a lot of times too i go a week or six days or eight days without hunting my dog and i've just feel so bad for the dog not to get to go out and hunt so everybody go chase those woodcock and we're going to have doug with american woodcock society on next week send us your suggestions of who you want to hear what you want to hear about and until then god bless everybody and we'll see you actually we'll talk to you next week bye y'all see ya